Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Pro Beautiful podcast. I have been very interested in health and nutrition for many years. When we got married, my husband would come down with three-day migraines several times a month and I mean it was very frustrating for me as a wife, very painful for him. And about maybe two years into our married life, I was reading something and a woman said that she would get migraines anytime she ate anything with MSG. And there were a bunch of hidden names of MSG, like spices. And so basically we cut out pretty much all packaged food, processed food, and his migraines went away. So that felt like, oh my goodness, that's all it took was a return to more natural food. And then he regained his life and his his mind was more clear and or not in pain. <laughs> so it kind of felt like magic, like, wow, if you could do that with a little bit of a diet change, what else could happen? And so I, I studied, re- researched health and nutrition, and then I went to homeopathy school because I love that particular healing modality, though I've also dabbled in herbalism and oils and all of the different, you know, trending things homeopathy is still my favorite, I could say. But along with that, I also was like, Lord, I need to know more about how just to support people when they're not doing well. And my grandma died at 56. And we, maybe 55. Anyway, young, I remember um, when she passed very suddenly, and she died of cancer. And so at one point, I was like, well, this does affect every family. Then, what is it? One in two for women and one in three for men or something like that. I mean, it's extremely common. And so I went through a lecture series by Dr. Francis McNutt, and he was talking about what he had observed from his years of praying for people who have cancer diagnoses. And so I released a book on praying for cancer. Uh, you can find the link to the, the download in the show notes. I have it on Amazon because I know some people like printed versions, but I also don't feel like I want to be predatory about people's, uh, people's pain. Like this is actually just something that we need to know how to pray more effectively. And so the day that I released it, I was on a call with a friend and she said, do you have a little bit of extra time? we can talk about this. And so we, we talked about it and her husband is walking out his own cancer journey. And apart from healing from the Lord, it will end in death. And that is an intense thing on its own to deal with. And we had just a beautiful conversation because, uh, yeah, I don't know if this uh, podcast is exactly about like, I'm trying to expiate the ways that I don't say things as clearly as I would wish or to try to clarify, but she had such interesting and beautiful points. Like when you are walking out a cancer diagnosis, having something like a lot of cancer is due to trauma. The reality is like, is that actually even helpful? Because most of us have dealt with trauma in our life or stress. And so is there a little bit of a hint of blame? Like, well, if you could have just managed this trauma a little bit better, then you wouldn't have cancer now. Well, that's not helpful at all. And of course, we know that there are plenty of people who go through extremely traumatic things and then they don't get cancer. So 
<laughs> how do we navigate that? And I guess for me, the, the only real justification or explanation I would have is as a person of prayer, to me, that's just a possible avenue to help pray into. But if it's not helpful, then just let it go. Because obviously there is complete, there's such mystery around this. And so uh, that would be one though, potential direction for a prayer. And, and I guess it's also helpful for those who have not yet had a cancer diagnosis to say, if the body keeps the score and the traumas that we experience are retained at a cellular level, which there is a beautiful book called The Body Keeps the Score that talks about this, then it's actually probably prudent for us to go and deal with the trauma as best we can, whether that's healing prayer or talk therapy. I know there was a secular study that found that people who had fled their native land, so refugees, uh, they went, if they had 10 sessions to talk through the the experiences that they had had, just traditional talk therapy, completely apart from God, th- that was enough to reduce their cancer markers. Um, just interesting, interesting study. And of course, then if you add the prayer dimension, how exciting is that? So there's, there's aspects where it's like, this is just potentially helpful information, I would hope, but I also can recognize that that could be almost a painful, uh, I don't know, painful. It's not meant to be an accusation, I guess, is my point. And then I also thought the the other really beautiful point that my friend made was (laughs) that there are things that I maybe could say to a person who's being called to pray for someone with a cancer diagnosis that maybe wouldn't be appropriate to say to the person who is struggling with or who is uh, walking out a cancer journey. That I appreciated her analogy that there's a path or trail near their house that has a little creek that runs through it. And she said, if I'm walking that creek on one side of the creek, my husband's on the other. If we call the creek cancer, we're walking the same direction, but our trails are actually different. He has different rocks. He has different, you know, slight variations in the rise and fall. And so it's really not the same. And so, yeah, Lord, I am asking that so much around prayer, I don't really know how to do it. And yet I also recognize that there are potential new directions that you're wanting to reveal. And Lord, I think even about Francis McNutt and and his wife Judith and how how they just kept praying for healing because they loved that compassionate heart that you carry, Jesus. And it's not like they thought that everyone was going to be healed. They knew that that was not the case. And even I think about how they were the first ones who just gave even practical recommendations. Like when we go to an event and we have, and we're praying for 300 people that there might be two or three who have a really dramatic healing and there's going to be 80 or 85% that have deep inner healing, but not everybody does. And so, Lord, there's mystery here. There is mystery. And so I am asking, Lord, for a greater revelation of you that you would teach us to pray. And then, Lord, I am so thankful 
that the Holy Spirit teaches us to pray when we don't know how to pray as we ought. Oh, thank you, Lord. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you come and walk with us, whether we're walking along with someone who is ill or whether we're the one who's dealing with the illness ourselves. I thank you that you are that good, that comforting, and that kind. Yeah, Lord, we love you. In your precious name, Jesus, amen.